You're listening to the Be Well, Be Wild podcast. I'm Jenny Wolf, and with over 13 years of coaching experience, I know a thing or two about transforming the way you live, love, and lead. If you're looking to wildly upgrade your life, relationships, productivity, mental, physical, spiritual well-being, then you're in the right place. My goal on this podcast is to show you how to authentically leverage greater well-being, connection, and leadership to create true joy and lasting success at home and work. Leave it to me to provide you with the tools, skills, and mindset shifts required to say bye to the status quo life and hello to being well and wildly successful. Welcome back to the podcast. I have a question for you. Would you say that you are more interested in surviving or thriving? I'm going to assume that you probably want to be thriving in your life, which is why you're here. However, I'm going to take a wild guess and say that you are probably living in, you know, what we could say is survival mode. You feel like you are barely keeping your head above water and that your life is full of obligations and maybe you're really busy and you just feel like you're, I don't know, waiting for the next shoe to drop or something like that. Well, today I want to share with you how to move from survival mode to thriving so that you can actually have the time and the energy that you crave, but most importantly, be living a life that you really love and that you're proud of. The cool thing about this is that it might just be a very small perspective shift for you, um, which I will share with you later. Um, But first, we're going to look at a few other ways that you can start to go from surviving to thriving. And last week on Instagram, I did a poll and I asked people why they were tired. And this this is why this came up and why I wanted to do a podcast on it, is I asked people why they were tired. I gave them two choices. I asked, you know, are you tired because you have filled your life with obligations and busy things and, um, you know, these going, going through the motions? Like, are you tired because you are doing all of the things, checking off the to-do list? Or... Are you tired because you have poured your heart and your soul into something that you're passionate about? Um, There's a big difference here. Yes, at the end of the day, we might be tired. But are you tired because that you intentionally, consciously chose it for a good reason? For something that you're passionate or, you know, it's your purpose? Um, or are you not? And what it turned out was what turned out in terms of the poll was the majority said that over, I think it was over two thirds, but the majority said that they're tired because of obligations, because they're busy, because they're going through the motions. So I knew that this was an issue. Um, if I didn't know, you know, before, just through talking to the clients that I work with at first, but you know, it just reminded me that this is still a thing. So how do we actually move from what I would say is this surviving mentality to a life where we feel like we're thriving? The first thing is 
the fundamental difference between these two concepts and experiencing these two things is being conscious of your pursuits, essentially playing a proactive role in your life. What this means is it requires you to think ahead. It's really about tuning in to what matters to you ahead of time and then being proactive about making that happen. So it's an active role in your life rather than a going through the emotions and being pushed and pulled by things. It's a proactive role. So I want you to hear the difference because at the end of the day, this might be something that you're like, yeah, yeah, I get that. And being proactive is really important. And I know I need to be intentional and be proactive. Yet so many of us will understand something, but we don't practice it. So what if you practiced what you already know instead of trying to learn something new? So what I like to do with my clients when we get started is to get a clear picture of what they actually want to experience in their life. What would it look like to be thriving in your life? And ensuring that this answer and decision is coming from their heart and their values and what they truly desire rather than their ego. And if you're curious about how to do this, well, that's where the coaching comes in. And there's, you know, kind of a lot that goes into that, but I'm going to give you something here. First of all, most people won't take the time to do this first thing that we're talking about being proactive. They won't take the time to really see what they want to be creating in their life, to really identify what they want to be experiencing, to tune into themselves and discover what that answer is and connect with that part of themselves because, well, they're too busy. And this is what really sets those apart from those people that are thriving and those people that aren't. And the consequence of not doing this, of not being proactive, is then getting easily distracted in your life. It's like shining object syndrome. You're like, ooh, I want to do that. Oh, I want to do this. Instead of ahead of time figuring out, okay, where are we going? Let's begin with the end in mind, as Stephen Covey says. You know, if you were going to jump in the car with a friend and go somewhere, you probably would want to know where you're going so you know what to pack. Are we going to the mountains or are we going to the beach? Is it going to be hot or is it going to be cold? How many, you know, pairs of underwear do you need? (laughs) These things are important to be thinking about ahead of time. And while that's a, you know, silly example, we don't take the time to do this in our own life, which is a lot more important than maybe how much you prepare for a trip or figuring out where you're going when you're going, you know, figuring out what you need to be wearing or checking the weather when you're going somewhere. Are you packing accordingly to your life? Are you are you knowing what direction you're headed in so that you can orient and correct yourself when you get off course? 
And this is a really big contributor to what I call false starts. You know, you begin a pursuit and then you stop. And it's almost like you forget. You might forget. So being proactive is also reminding yourself, which often means that you need to set up support structures so that you are reminded when you forget. And this is a big reason why people do coaching because that cadence of sessions supports them to remind themselves of the bigger picture and why they're doing what they're doing and what it's all for and to make sure that they're staying aligned, which is a big reason why I work with a coach and why I set up certain support structures for myself so that I can remind myself of what is actually important to me. And so this is a really big one. So what this one comes down to is being proactive, being conscious of your pursuits, knowing this stuff ahead of time and beginning with the end in mind. Okay, the next one is presence. This is probably one of my favorites because this is really does not take a whole lot of time and it can change your life. And um, I want you to think about it this way. If you walked around thinking this, how would it change your life? What if you walked around constantly asking yourself, what is so perfect in this moment? What is so beautiful about this moment? How is my life so great right now? What is something that I'm currently experiencing that I wished for? This question can change your life. So the thing, I want to be real here because I know a gratitude practice, right? For most people, they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, again, this is one of those things. Yes, I know gratitude practice. You might be saying, yep, that's important. Being present is important. And it can totally be lip service if you want it to be, but it's up to you. Or you can practice it. Big difference between the person that practices these things and the person that just knows them. And so I want to give you some tangible stuff here to think about how to practice this. You know, um, I noticed that for me, I was like walking around the house one day and I was like, ah, there are things, this is actually most days, um, but you know, there are things and places that I don't want them to be. Okay. So there's dishes in the sink. There's a hat on the counter. There's a, I don't know, just things and places that I don't want them to be. And reminding myself of why that's actually good. What is so perfect about that? You know what? That means that this mess, quote unquote, this mess that I'm seeing means that the house is well lived in. It means that, you know, me and my family have been up to a lot because we're, you know, we're having the experiences we want to be having. Does it mean, so for you, why is the mess good? What is what is actually beautiful about the mess that's in your house right now? Or maybe what is so great about the 
busy, the quote unquote busy schedule you have? Does it mean that your kids are involved in the activities and the experiences that you want for them? You know, the fact that you have to drive your kid to and from a thing, is it, you know, is what's the good thing about that? How is that so perfect for you? Is it, you know, is your calendar full? Is it because, you know, you're well connected and you, your friends want to spend time with you? What about looking at your work? Maybe you have a big project at work and the team is struggling to get to the end of it. What is so perfect about that? Is it that you get the opportunity to lead them, to be a inspiring voice for them? Is this something that you wished for at one point that now perhaps you're complaining about? And you can actually extract some good from it and see what you're actually grateful for. And don't get me wrong, this is easier than easier said than done. But one of the things that can be so powerful about this practice is it allows you to experience that feeling of gratitude instead of walking around and just looking for what's wrong and what could be better. And we just don't do enough of this. We don't have enough acknowledgement, recognition, and gratitude in our life. So practicing presence, being present with yourself, being present with your family, being present with your friends, your colleagues, the thing that you're doing even when you're brushing, you know, brushing your teeth. I mean, it can be as simple as that. And actually being fully immersed in the activity that you're doing. Um, If you know me well, I have a tattoo actually on my wrist that says Satori. And it's literally, it's for this reason. It is to remind me when I see beauty in something and to actually be present with it. To be with that experience. So this can be as simple as walking down the street, it's fall here where I am now, and seeing the trees, the colors of the trees, and just being present to that, allowing yourself to be in awe of, you know, something that you're looking at, whether it be art, nature, your kid, a meal. So... Extracting the beauty from your life is what I'm talking about here and allowing yourself to experience that fully can completely change your life and allow you to thrive instead of just feel like you're surviving. It's like actually counting the things that, not actually counting them, but experiencing the things that you truly want to be experiencing It's like sometimes, you know, we're so busy trying to create the life that we want that we're not even allowing ourselves to experience the thing that we wanted, right? It's like maybe you're already living the dream 
Maybe you're not, which is totally fine, but still there's an opportunity for you to practice the presence. Okay. Let's go to the last one. This one is the, the, the small shift, the shift that could just having this simple perspective shift can really change the game for you and move, move you from surviving rather than thriving. And it's this difference. It's creating, are you creating a life that is just busy and going through the motions or are you creating a life that is full and well-rounded? It might look the same to somebody else, right? Your schedule might still be full, quote unquote, busy, but how you're showing up within your life is the thing that matters. So are you experiencing a well-rounded life that is really full? Therefore, are you tired because you're focusing on your passions and your purpose and what matters to you and you're filling your life with all the things that you love? And so therefore, it's well-rounded. Or are you just addicted to the busy and running from thing to thing like a chicken with your head cut off? and going through the motions and living by default. So when you start to actually change this perspective, what essentially we're doing is we are redefining our experience of success. When we create success that includes the things no one can see, that is when we start to thrive. So hear me out. The people that are thriving are the ones who have created success that includes the things no one can see, like joy, peace, and whatever it is that they value. They have created success from those things intentionally. And while their life might be very full and to somebody looking in, it might be very busy, they're taking action from a place of intentionality. And I say no one can see it. No one can maybe like see it in the physical world, but you can probably experience it from somebody. There's a big difference between somebody that is living a full, well-rounded life and someone that's just going through the motions and running through the checklist and living a busy life because they're probably not very present, right? When you're around them. So this comes back to noticing, am I tired because I have poured my heart and soul into something or am I tired because I have gone through the motions and I'm just operating from a to-do list and expecting myself to be a machine. So looking at this, the perspective shift is essentially looking at how you're defining success and how you're actually filling your life. Because sometimes you might look at it and you're like, oh, well, these are actually all things that I want to create. And it is really full, you know? That was something that I realized a few weeks ago when I launched Well and Wild Method again was I got really tired and I was working longer hours than I normally do. Um... And when the week was over, I thought to myself, I'm like, why do I feel like this? Why am I so tired? And I was like, this isn't good. You know, I'm, I'm living out of alignment. And I got really concerned. 
And then I realized, no, I mean, I am tired, but it's because like I've been pouring my heart into soul in something, but it actually feels good. It feels filling. And even though I'm physically tired and perhaps mentally tired, I feel, I still felt inspired. So I want you to be thinking about that. And and I could have easily just ran down, you know, the line and the spiral. I could have spiraled down and just been like, oh my gosh, this is terrible. I shouldn't be tired. And, you know, I, you know, I'm being a hypocrite and, you know, I could have totally been critical of myself. And instead, I reminded myself that, you know, that this is, this is what I want to be doing and it's for a good reason. And so that's really important when we can lift out of that and start to look at what is the perspective I want to take here? How, you know, how can I actually see that this is perhaps maybe a good thing? And if it's not, you have the opportunity to correct yourself and to, again, define what is success? What is a full life? What is a well-rounded life? Typically, it includes those things that no one can see. But instead, often we are obsessed, unfortunately, with creating success that just includes all the things that everyone else can see. What is the house? What is the, you know, what does the house look like? The car look like? How successful is your business, your career, your promotion? You know, what is, you know, what does your exercise look like? Have you achieved something from, you know, perhaps in your fitness goals? your financial goals, your family goals, right? It's like we're very concerned with that. So this perspective shifts allows us to include the things that no one can see. But like if we go back to the first thing we talked about proactivity, it's going to take, you're going to have to sit down and take some time, which most people are not going to do to actually understand what are the values, what would actually bring you joy, what brings you joy right now? All right, so practice what you already know. I want to leave you with this. Practice what you already know. You either are practicing and acting on what you already know or you're not. It's as simple as that. So instead of seeking out more information... Can you begin to practice what you already know? This is a really big part in coaching and I'm, you know, I I create a lot of space within my programs and the structures for my clients because I know how important integration slash practice is. And so, you know, sometimes we need to be held accountable for that. And I, and I get that, you know, when we're starting out. Um, perhaps we need some help with defining what those practices look like and how to actually implement them and simplify them and apply them to ourselves, which is what coaching can do. But I think for right now, you just looking at what am I not practicing that I could be practicing right now that I already know. And that way you can start to allow yourself to live the life that you really want to be living because you know so much already. I know that you do. You're probably someone that reads a lot of books and listens to a lot of podcasts and, you know, is 
hearing and listening to these things often, um, yet you might struggle with practicing it. And if you need more accountability and you want to be proactive, now is the time to talk about getting support. Um, So I do have a few spaces open in my private coaching, my one-on-one. And what tends to happen around the new year is people want to make some changes, make some New Year's resolutions. So now is actually the time to start talking about that. So if that's something that you have been considering, we can talk about it, reach out. We can set up a call and discuss what that might look like so that you can be set up for 2023 and have some clear pictures of where you are headed. Um, So thank you as always so much for listening to the podcast. I'm very grateful to those who have been listening over and over again um, and sharing it on Instagram Please let me know what you're enjoying, the things that you want to hear, the value that you took from this. I'm happy to dive into um, things deeper if you have questions about anything we talked about today. Um, But I will catch you on the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you took some value from today, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review so that I can keep the good stuff coming your way. If you aren't already following me on social media, come soak up the inspiration on Instagram by following along at WellWolf or visiting the website at wellwolf.com. I can't wait to connect with you on the next episode. In the meantime, be well, be wild.